It's the Podfix Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this very special edition of the Filmmakers Podcast. It is a bonus episode for you. We were going to put this on our Patreon. This was going to be a special for those Patreon listeners, our subscribers of our Patreon. But it was kind of a really cool chat, myself and Phil did. And we thought, why don't we put this out as a little teaser for those of you who might be thinking about joining our Patreon but weren't sure. Well, this is a perfect example of what we do on our Patreon. And there'll be more of this. There is so much bonus content on there, it's crazy. So for those of you who don't know, Patreon is our special place. It is our junkyard of gold where all the wonderful little tidbits that we take out of the episode, some wonderful little stories that may be too long because we like to keep it around an hour, we try. And this is where we put them. The wonderful Toby and Hugh put these together and they form our Patreon episodes and they're all bonus and there's so much great stuff on there. Like recent episode with Peter Pock, there is more about how he made X and the look of it. So for example, the wonderful Chloe Chudasama and Leroy Kincaid, they have bonus. They chat more about The Last Rite. There is more on there about them describing how they made their film. There is more from the Shakespeare sisters delving in to how they made two indie films back to back um, when they hadn't really done it before. And there's loads more from Steve and Tracy Jarvis who dive into the whole filmmaking process, how they raise money, how they do it. But there is more from me on there as well, more about my journey, my process, about what I'm going through. I've got chats coming up with the DOP Andy Roger, as well as this one with Phil Hawkins. But there's so much more on our bonus episodes. On the Patreon site, there is membership levels. Uh, so I'm going to rattle through these really quickly. So don't press skip, just listen in for me. Plus, by the time you press skip forward, uh, and then you've got to skip back a little bit, and then skip forward again, you've missed bits, you might as well just listen. There's a supporter level, which is just £2, just to say, Thank you. Thank you for what you do. And with that £2 a month, uh, you get a 5% discount on the Filmmakers Podcast merchandise. And obviously our unending gratitude uh, for your support. Now, the second tier is a £4 a month where you get ad-free episodes plus the weekly bonus episodes I've been talking about. And 10% off on all merchandise then there's the producer level which is seven pounds and that you get all the benefits of the other tiers plus you get other exclusive access as well then there is the final tier where you get to make suggestions it's the suggestion box tier and you get our personal thanks by name so your name at the start of every podcast plus 20% off all filmmakers podcast merchandise all the rest of the other membership levels as well and if you're not going to do any of those things don't worry about it it doesn't matter there's no pressure it's just we really appreciate it and we thought you might want to hear them because there's some cool stuff on there but the reason why we wanted to drive you there a little bit was because we wanted to create more of a hub a community where we can all hang out and chat more. So any money that we do make from this goes straight back into the production of this podcast. And every little helps because it takes quite a lot of our time doing this. And as you know, all our hosts are busy filmmakers, including myself. The more help we can get, we will take it. We appreciate it. So anyway, myself and the fantastic Phil Hawkins, uh, who had a, a brilliant chat with the brilliant Peter Pock uh, this week on this week's episode. Well, we thought as we were doing the intro and we started chatting about what Phil's been up to, that, well, this will make a great patron. And then, like I say, I thought, 
Well, actually, why don't we put this out as a bonus episode this Friday? Let people know what's happening on our Patreon page. You can hear the kind of chats, the very relaxed, open chats about filmmaking on there. And it's just the hosts. Therefore, you get more of us. You get more insight about what we do. And we're quite open and honest as well and sometimes our guests as amazing as they are they've got to hide a bit it might be a PR company or they're promoting their films it's not as easy whereas us this is our baby and we can say what we like (laughs) so this is myself and Phil Hawkins chatting about his latest film A Prancer Tale where he's just come back from Montreal from filming his first studio movie and he tells you who the studio is which is incredible and something he's dreamed about all his life and who Universal is co-producing the film with you get some insights here there's some real deep dives and what we're going to do for you as well is do a proper deep dive with Phil of course we are when A Prancer Tale comes out and this is myself Giles Alderson and Phil Hawkins chatting filmmaking enjoy recording I am recording two and I'm recording on this clapping three Recording one. A frame out, I think. Yeah, fr- I was a frame out. Tell me, we'll work delay. it out. And actually, it's <laughs> funny having a delay. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a delay. There it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm literally packing because I'm. Uh, what? Where are you going? Montreal tomorrow. What are you doing? Advert or post? Post in Montreal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, oh, how exciting! Yeah. No. So yeah, the guy get the the tax credit dollars everywhere, haven't they? You know, hundred. Um, it's like forty five percent in certain areas, right? In Canada, uh, something. Do you know what? I've not even had time to look, but it's good. Yes. It's it's very good, and it's um, really it, fucking yeah, good. There's a, there's a there's a really good team out there who I've sort of yet to work with, apart from the editor and and his team. But other than that, I've you've waved from Zoom. Highly regarded, yeah. So um, <laughs> so yeah, so heading out there to um, do the final bit, of the director's cut, and then you know show mm-hmm. to the producer the first time, and <gasps> then the, the studio notes, and then the second studio oh, notes. Oh, it's frightening. How do you feel though about it? I feel pretty good. I mean, it's. The assembly didn't make me cry and question my life choices, so that's good. That is good. <laughs> uh, which is that is that the equivalent of when you make a comedy and everyone laughs on set, and yes, then the, mo- and the movie's not funny. Like mm-hmm. if the assembly's good, the movie's horrible. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. No, I think you've just you've tapered your expectations. Yeah, because I was sort of in a bad mood, right? Uh, you know that yeah. day because I knew I was going to watch it in the evening because I had the kids and stuff, and mm. I needed it to be quiet and <laughs> uninterrupted. And I sat there, I was like, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. It's yes. long. It's too long. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. that. But it has heart. It has soul. It made me laugh. It's not a comedy, but it made me laugh <laughs> um, in a good way. Totally. Um, For those that don't know, Phil has oh, yeah. finished his latest feature film, which if you... Are we allowed to say what it's called? We, that's yeah, been on Instagram. Yeah, 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 a yeah, Prancer's yeah, yeah. Tale, right? Is that yeah. right? A Prancer Tale. A Prance, sorry. There's only one. There's not two prancers but the title might actually change so i have no idea oh, i've no it, idea what it's gonna be called it could be called anything it's not christmas anything. working it, title it'll be something if you see something this christmas with the word prancer in it that's not the original from the uh late 80s because mm-hmm. um, this is a reboot rehash is reimagining it? of a uh a classic uh christmas movie which you know, I think more in the States, it's mm-hmm. as a, a place very close to people's hearts. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid, so it's kind of mm-hmm. funny making this kind of reimagining of it. But I mean, it's a very different story, but it's 
got Prancer in it. That's probably about the connection. <laughs> Did you watch that film in sort of just to get you in the mindset of your Prancer tale? Oh yeah, I watched it because I because when it first came along, I, I you know I, I remembered it and I sort of wrote down the things I remembered as a kid because it. Well, if you don't know, it's a family movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's coming out <laughs> this Christmas. Woohoo! How exciting. Yeah, you know, it's very exciting. And and so I was kind of like, oh, what as a kid are the things I remembered? And I went back and you watch it and you think, wow, that's only a tiny, tiny percentage of the movie, but that has resonated, you know, and, and it, for most kids or people watching it, the, the thing they remember is like the reindeer breaking into the kitchen and like eating the food. And there's, mm-hmm. there's um, you know, this kind of some fun kind of slapstick-esque visual comedy with I a guy, um, Sam Elliott, reading a newspaper and he kind of puts it down and looks behind him. And it's, so I remembered all that, but like the film's actually quite dark. <laughs> Man, what, Sam Elliott, the Sam Elliott, like, yes. I don't want yeah, to do yeah. anything. Sam yeah. Elliott, that's Sam yeah. Elliott. Brilliant. That's Sam Elliott. But he wasn't in your movie. Was he in no. your movie? Oh, no, was... and I'm not allowed to say who the cast is, but um, we've got a, you know, a bit of a ledge uh, in the lead role. Oh, really? You've got actually Santa Claus? Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he, he wasn't doing anything, you know. January was, a, <laughs> as all freelancers, January was a slow month. So he's like, yeah. Uh, all right, well I reprise my role again. <laughs> want to play a lot. How exciting. How exciting. So it's good. I mean, you know, it, it's everything that, you know, people say you don't, you shouldn't make a movie about. Like it's, it's the lead's a 10 year old girl who's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, uh, the other lead isn't, you know, 80 plus year old man. Yep. Uh, and, and some idiot, me, Mm-hmm. Um, decided to <laughs> not use CGI and do a real life reindeer, which you can't train. No, <laughs> particularly. Of course not. Yeah, uh, they're not they're not dogs. Um, uh-huh. And uh, so you just have to be very patient and and edit in your head as you go along and <laughs> and make stuff up. So were you guessing like at moments when they turn their head and you go, I could put that in scene, da 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 da, or yes. was it all that kind of just yeah. nicking moments that might yeah. be useful? Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, always shooting two cameras and always yeah. shooting 30 frames a second just to exp- you know, just to extend that second just a bit longer. Mm-hmm. How did you get kids and the reindeer in the same shot? How was that doable? It was, it, I, I, I did, I did joke. Uh, I said to my number one and two, I said, uh, when you're on set, uh, when the reindeer's on set, we have to have it add a zero to your number on the call sheet because, you know, the, the reindeer's going to be everything. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to direct our lovely child. And then if I get to you, Mr. Legend, Mr. Derry Legend actor, that you are. You're, you're, yeah. you'll be lucky. So so stand over there and do your job. <laughs> do your job. Hit your mark. Don't hit the furniture <laughs> and be good, Santa Claus. No, they were, they, were, they were great. And, and you know, and, and, and we had a wonderful animal trainer and, and uh, yeah. actually... Although you can't train them, you sort of can in terms of conditioning. And and, and he uh, built this amazing bond with this animal called Ellen, um, who oh, was name. kind of pulled out of obscurity and... Um, pulled out of Santa's workshop, I imagine. Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> she was, uh, and she was great. How do you like plan that then how do you plan like like a horse you go okay well this is the kind of shot i want and maybe in some way reindeers might do what some horses do how in this case did you plan like did you like over plan everything like you just said there you're gonna that's my hero these are shots i have to get but how do you even plan for that how do you even work out <laughs> like they should go here especially if it's in the script they nibble on a carrot at this point or whatever it is it's like yes good luck with yeah, that yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know and it, it, i mean i previs everything and every single f- shot 
scene that had the uh, our reindeer in I previewed just to give us a an idea of what I was after, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I like to meticulously plan and then get to set and go, right, well, that didn't work. But at least I had a plan or yes. actually to, right. to, to to achieve this sequence. I actually got that piece and that piece and that piece I can probably pick up when we do that thing. Or I've just mm-hmm. shot because I've previewed everything because I've just I've just shot something else to the reindeer. Maybe it didn't do the thing I want to do in that scene, but actually that's going to work for this other scene. So got you're it. constantly, you know, in a state editing. of flux. Yeah, mm. you're constantly editing, watching. And then sometimes happy accidents happen and you just think, well, nobody move the camera, lock it off. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's pull her out, let's shoot a plate and then let's get her out. You know, so you, you're, you're, you're a bit of Fincher kind of style. Like you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. piecing shots Star together. Star Wars style. Yeah, yeah. Cutting them. Yeah. To make it work. And, and or you'll bring someone in or you're trying to shoot plates because, you know, our, our lovely visual effects guys uh, and and ladies were, I, I, I think originally they read the script and we're just going to do all CG. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. Even if you, even like no, no disrespect, even if you're ILM yes, and we had all the can't. money and time in the world, mm-hmm. it still looks like a CGI animal. Yes. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to go back to, you know, the kind of uh, uh, old school way of filmmaking is like, what what would Spielberg have done? You know, right? Aim for the top. What would Spielberg and what would Lucas have done? Yeah. You know, we had a puppet head uh, that we used. We had, you know, we had lots of tips and tricks to kind of do it because, yeah. I, and then then it has a real charm to it. It, f- it feels very real. Mm-hmm. And then the pain is in now, is in the editing of going, what what frame is too many frames too far mm-hmm. that takes it away from being a character versus a wild animal you right. know and you, you're constantly trying to look for those moments yes. um in, in like you know she looks too much like a, an animal that's sat there eating and now she looks majestic and and beautiful and exactly what we need so it's setting the stage you know for that and it's lens choices it's kind of atmosphere it's mm-hmm. you know angles and and stuff did you have some punch the air moments where oh yeah the animal did exactly like nailed something and more there's, really there's a, sh- oh. there's a shot where wow we were tracking along a street, a very a set a very very long track. It was always mm-hmm. like I don't really know what we're gonna get, but if we get it, it'll be great. And then our grip was just on it, and we tracked along uh, with our deer, and and then she started running, and I've never seen her run before, and it was, and, and we kept up with it, tracking alongside, and it wow. was everyone looked at each other and went, oh my. <sighs> God, that was beautiful. Wow, and there was lighting cues on it. Like it was the impossible shot. It was like the yeah. shot, you know, I thought I might get a, a couple of seconds off, you know, it was a beautiful shot to the point where you're like, hmm, okay. Um, I'm going to have to make that work in the edit now because in the <laughs> other shots, she's not running. So oh, but it's, but it's worth the pain. So I think we've managed to make it work. But, um, I imagine you, you're mixing CG a little bit as well with the live action, right? We are, we are using we are using bits and bobs because yeah. there's, there's some things which, you know, animal or reindeer couldn't do. Like fly. Like fly. We tried, but um, I imagine you know, flying on the out, final this day. Is, this is the moment where you're going to fly. Okay, what was it? Ellen? Ellen, you're going to yeah, fly Ellen now. and fly. Great. And you're, no. looking, you're just looking at the handler. Um, yeah, just we're, we're keeping rolling. We'll just roll until he flies. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're using it sensibly, but I, yeah. again, you, you sort of establish a rule book of right, right. We're only ever going to use CG when you know she's 
X percentage in the frame and she's backlit and more silhouetted and more mysterious and more kind of stuff. And then all the big, big close-ups and, and more personal stuff and the interaction is obviously real or kind of puppet. So, right. and there's times where you're like, oh, we could just do this CG. I'm like, no, we're too tight. It's a mid. We're not going to do it as a mid. We're going to yep. be here until we get this. Are you glad you you have stuck to your guns now? Yeah. I mean, you see the movie now and like, again, the kind of first assembly we saw we didn't really establish or I didn't have a lot of time with our editor because of shooting to mm -hmm. establish the rules of what I believe makes her a character versus a wild animal. Yeah. And, and actually it's about stillness and it's about mm -hmm. decisiveness of movement. And that might just be her turning to a handler, but that moment, that turn cut with another turn mm -hmm. makes her feel like she was doing that thing. And it was once we established those rules, you know, the rushes went from hours to hardly anything but the hardly yeah. anything is the uh, is the gold, the gold. You know? did you just turn like I say was there a lot of footage where you went and time put in the schedule for you to shoot animal stuff was it kind of like like you say that running shot you got magical but then a mother moment she just sitting there going oh please do yeah, something yeah and, and that and and that's the that's the the pain right of like mm -hmm. your you're always running out of time. Like, always. you know, we, we, it was a studio movie, we had a decent budget, but it's not, you know, we're still having to shoot a decent amount of pages a day. And we were in the mountains and in snow and, you know, it, like the elements. And you're waiting for the moment. You're, you're shooting and everyone, you're, you know, you're rolling two cameras on, on, on this animal and your actors, you're constantly saying, and reset. And re no, and reset, and reset, and reset, My. and the, and and so they're backing off a step and stepping forward, and you're and you're and I'm what you're oh. what you you become a tune with Ellen about right. Usually, I think this is what she might do. So if I can cue the actors at the right time, then maybe mm -hmm. I'll get that moment. And you just have to be very very patient. But you know, when times against you, you just have to be the the cool headed one yeah. and know when you've got it. Yeah, but then when you've got it, there's always that temptation of like, oh, that was too easy. Yeah, what? We should go what again. What else is she gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was the focus okay? Should we just yeah. go again? Yeah, but then you get into that whole hole where the next take's not good enough, so you go again, and then you go again. And suddenly you're ten takes down. You're like, we should have stopped. And it did happen. It did happen, especially when you get tired and yeah. there's a lot going on. There's a lot of elements, and you're, mm -hmm. you're chasing the impossible. You know. Yeah. How many weeks? was the shoot how many weeks in total? Uh, it was 32 days so what five five and a bit six was it five day weeks the revelation for me was working 10 hours continuous days yes right yeah we're oh doing it God. on the one coming up and oh. we've done it on three day it's actually amazing it is amazing the hour like when they first yeah. pitched it because I, I usually like the hour to kind of yeah, you need an hour. Reset. Recalibrate everything in lunchtime. Yeah. And you think about, but then, but I hate, I hate the fact that everyone, it's not an hour, it's an hour when you get there and it's yeah. half an hour after. And everyone's tired after. So people who don't know, normally 12 hour day is what happens in the UK. And then you'll have an hour for lunch, which is included in the 12 hour day. So you'll film for 11 hours. Mm -hmm. Now a 10 hour rolling lunch or a 10 and a half hour, depending on what you're getting. And the same can be 11 uh, hour rolling day. You can, it two rules you can do all of them it's up to you in your production you just stick to the rule or you can change it halfway through mm. and this this one 
if you've got a lot to shoot and you're you've got light, like say you start at seven, but it's getting dark by five, mm. well, you might as well do a rolling lunch. Yeah. And it makes such a difference, doesn't it? You just people, there's not that lull after lunch where everyone's tired. No, and people pick up and grab because mm. there's always opportunity for different departments to have food and and, yeah. and and you know, obviously everyone's still well fed and catered and like COVID as well, like you can't really all sit together anyway and you know, absolutely. Yeah. So so Less it actually social. helps that. And also, you know, I've got a 10 hour day, which is like get in get out you know there's no mm -hmm. like oh we're wrapped oh now we get out like it's 10 hours exactly including the wrap time plus my my yeah. you know my young leader can only have used for five hours of course yeah you can only use her for how old was she she was 10 yeah you can only have her for a certain amount of time yes. with, with young children you've got i think it's five like you said, five hours on set. We were for Europe. five hours, but she was obviously going to school as well. And then, you know, had the elements and the weather and, and you know, and the mountains. And I, and it was just, <laughs> it was just... Amazing, Phil. It was amazing. It's what you live for. No, no, it's mate. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, I feel like I only got the job because everyone else turned it down. Because like, no, I'm not, <laughs> That's just not, not true, doing this movie. Yeah, this um, is too hard in the but snow. But, you know, I can't wait. At some point in Montreal in the next few weeks, I'm going to be able to watch the film with that Universal logo at the start of it. And I think <gasps> I'm just going to... Oh my God. I might just, I might just cry. I think you should. <laughs> Film it, please. Cry. I think I will. In a good way, because what an amazing achievement, right? It's something we all dream about, whether it's... Da -da -da, da -da 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 yeah, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is coming yeah. forward is Universal just... for me, though, is because of Spielberg and because of the movies growing up, like, it, it, it's... it's And it, this is a very universal movie in terms of, well, both. For all audiences, for all audiences, that studio, it's got that, it's got that kind of universal uh, feel. feel to it. So it means I can enjoy this and um, more than a ten-year-old child, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I will. I actually can't wait. You got to have light and dark, haven't you? You, you got to mm -hmm. have what Pixar do wonderfully. Is like you've yeah. got to have the fun, the hijinks, the comedy mm -hmm. and, and stuff the for the tears. kids. And then, yeah. you know, the dark dick jokes for the dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. So yeah. So hopefully it's got something everyone, uh, which I say with pride as opposed to diluting the audience. Cause people say, Oh, you shouldn't say that. Who is it really for? It's like, no, no, it's for everyone. Mm. It's a magical reindeer movie for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's for everyone who isn't going to like it. So what's the plan? What do you know at this is it is it going straight to streaming? Do you know? Are you trying to push for cinema? Do you know at this stage, or is it too early? Uh, what I do know, I I can't probably say. don't know enough of, and I can't say because I don't know yeah, dates or fine. anything yet. But it, it should be pretty exciting, and and um, it's a Sky Cinema and Universal co-production. So excellent! They they love a good Christmas movie. Sky does. So let's see. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I'll be picking your brains because so, we're making our Christmas movie at yes, Christmas in January. Yeah, so I'll be yeah. picking your brains about that. But obviously we're shooting in the UK and it's a very different type of movie. It's not yeah. aimed at, uh, well, Universal as is yes. aimed specifically at an older generation. And this is the next um, Shush Films production. It yeah, is. Cool. It's just sort of been semi-announced, um, but we'll announce it properly in Cannes because mm -hmm. we're going there to sell Three Day Millionaire and to pitch. It's called Aubrey Flint's Christmas at the Moment. Moment, but I imagine that will change at some point, like your title might change. Hey, it's yes. working title. But yeah, that's what our big can trip. We booked it already and cool. it's super exciting. I've also got two films that are in the actual market itself. Not We're right. not selling it, but I've got my Wolves of War will be in yeah. the market, which is sold in pretty much every territory anyway. So there's mm -hmm. only a few left, but it will be there as one of Signature's films. And also The Stranger in Our Bed has just got its um, release dates. 
I don't really? know if I'm allowed to say it yet. It's summertime. <laughs> I can say that. Is it June 1st? It's June not. second. No. June third. It's not. June fourth. No. June fifth. Getting warmer. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Oh go on, it's nearly my birthday. I'm <laughs> nearly at my birthday. Yeah! June eight. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's super exciting. So it means that, and what's good about Cannes and what's really worth going for is not only if you're selling a movie that's finished or at least you've got trailers for, which I've got for Three Day Millionaire and for mm. Food for Thought, the documentary as well, which is great because we're now really pushing on getting that finished. So um, casting wise of the 10 year old girl, I think it'd be really interesting in your movie how you cast because it sounds like you're very happy with her because i love casting kids i think it's really important there's a trick to it in some way you've done it many many times mm -hmm. in all the adverts how did you find it here over a longer period of you know 90 minute feature film they've got to deliver heart you know warmth as well as speak well i think the thing is is obviously casting kids in commercials and shorts and stuff is very different to obviously feature films but mm -hmm. there's there's more of an unknown obviously in feature films because in commercials things you can have them in the room you can see how they respond to you you know how they can hit the beats or the you know or have the potential or the range to hit the kind of the beats or the the moments that you need to tell that tiny bit of story but mm -hmm. in a feature film it's a, has a whole lot bigger because usually they've not done a feature like it's all then yeah. it's about it's about stamina it's mm -hmm. about kind of nurturing that performance it's about kind of you know it it's you feel very parental right yes 100 yeah. mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's a parental responsibility mm -hmm. uh for your lead and to the point that you know we'll be friends forever. I, I joked it's no no it's we'll true be, we'll be friends forever until i'm too uh, i'm not i'm not cool enough to be a friend when she's older she's Mate, like you it's know, so true it's happened it. with my kids on the dare you know what i mean yes. it's like if i saw any of them it's like big hug and you're you yes. know what i mean you're amazing and thank you so much for all the work you did yeah. you know what i mean you yeah. and you and that was only with them for a short period of time apart from mitch who was in mm you know most of the movie but the others but for you she's your lead so i mean she must miss you she is basically in almost every frame of the movie mm. pretty much and that's that's a lot on a 10 year old's shoulders and especially a 10 year old yep. that is basically got the brain of like a 20 year old so wow. understood the the oh, weight of it yes you, you know someone amazing you know yes. and uh understood the pressure of it under it's not like she came to play every day which she mm -hmm. did she's still 10 but yep. she understood the weight of responsibility with mm. all these hundreds of people and all these departments and all this stuff to do her job and wow. that was you know, there's directing about the directing on set, but then there's a directing behind the behind the scenes of being there for someone. And yeah, you know, and she wasn't the only uh, young performer. I had a bunch of other young performers in the film, from like day players, which are the hardest. Yes, um, yeah, there's to ones. you know some supporting Frightened. roles who were amazing. I was I was very blessed the cast that we ended up with. But our lead, which I wish I could say her name because she's amazing, but I'm not going to say it because so no one steals her. No, no, <laughs> um, it's too late, Phil. She, she's I'm moved on. on. That cast. I'm like, I'm that cast. Don't move on. Um, and um, no, no, it was. She made everything. Uh, two things. She made every my job just amazingly easier. It just made me look great because she was already brilliant. But you yeah. know, it was also brilliant. We had a 21 year old photo double uh, as her no. stand-in 21 she was the exact height she was wow. the exact build like wow. even on, on wides i could use her on on stuff and so uh, in the frame i was like oh yeah. my god because i was thinking like 
you know, you have sometimes you have to well, sometimes you have to switch it on, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, yeah. for your for your young performers, which means every day it's switched on. You're on, you're on, you're on, yeah. Then I've got to switch on again for mm-hmm. like the double, like mm-hmm. it's like oh my god, it's gonna be exhausting. And then but then this twenty year old like puts out a cigarette and walks on the set dressed <laughs> as <death. laughs> like, oh my god, it's amazing. That's amazing, like Lord of the Rings. I'm imagining here. You know what I mean? He's amazing, Catalina. She didn't smoke. I, I apologize. That, but that is funny. Though. The image you gave us was great. That's funny. The whiskey shaking in her hand. It was the baby in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, at the yes, start. Yeah, like yeah. Just like, you know. How did you find? Why? How did you know she was going to be? that receptible how did you know she could lead what was it about her in the casting that you saw do you think or was it you were hoping i mean a lot of it is a wing and a prayer isn't it i mean mm. like uh, you know you don't know what anyone's gonna be even adults you know anyone's That's gonna be like day true. 22 of quite a tough shoot mm-hmm. like you know we've been and, there um so there's a big emotional scene in the film spoiler alert yeah uh, yeah and i'm not <laughs> I, I won't i won't go into why and whatever but it, it's no, like sure, sure. it's full on like you know and it's easy the writers go and then she breaks down or whatever and you're like it's easy to write that <sighs> and you can see it like oh my god it's going to become like a cheesy oh, cre- yes. like you know yep. if, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the fake kid acting oh, and the, oh, the fake crying you know. on anyone is horrible isn't yeah. it so like, no no just cry just oh don't and it's like how are we going to engage you know and, and create that and actually it was the scene i was most anxious of about doing because yeah. i wanted her to be great and i wanted it to be great or want her to be great and we we're doing it as late on in the schedule as we could, but we were basically knocking down this set uh, like week two. So it had to be week two. But then you know that as well that the pressure's building because someone will probably yeah. keep saying to her, you know, that scene's coming up or get ready yeah. for that scene. And it's probably not you, it's other people. And also there's no dialogue in it. It's just stage direction. Right. Like there's oh, no, you know, so there's nothing really she you can cries. prepare. Oh. And uh, yeah, and it, you know, it's one of those, 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 those uh, scenes where you're like, okay, this is all on direction and performance mm-hmm. and setting that stage so in the you know so in the audition you try and do it you try and get there and, it, and it's kind of most of the time it's awful because mm-hmm. you don't really have a bond you know if you get <laughs> something it's it's, yeah. it's artificial yeah and she came in and said hi phil nice to meet you you know she already she already done self tapes and things um and you know and and had a chat with her and she said i i can't cry I, I just I find it really difficult and I'm and I'm worried about it and I was like wow okay wow okay, okay. And just said yeah. it I love her already. in an audition the oh, confidence and everything and she's like I don't know what her. I don't know what I'm gonna do and I was and I just said to her thank you so much mm-hmm. for telling me that because mm-hmm. now I know how I can help you yes. if you're worried about if you're just coming here to try and please me and to cry it's gonna fail because I'm not yep. after tears. Like, I'm not after that. It's about this. And also, I think she'd read the whole script by then. I think she had. So, so you know, so you could get into it, but it's still not, like, in the mm-hmm. DNA. It's not as if you've been out there, lived it, done some long days, you've got stuff you can hang a hat on, you know, yep. and, and things when you're actually shooting. And it just made me instantly like her. Like, she was fully aware of... Mm. Firstly, her own standards. Like she, she, you know, she wanted to do it. Her own flaws. Yeah, interacting. I love it. Good God, for her. can you imagine actors coming, like older actors going and going. I'm really nervous about this. You'd just mm. be like, it's so disarming. Isn't yes. It? As a director, you go. Well, great. It's wonderful. And actors often don't do it. They're so worried about showing their weaknesses and stuff. But actually, us as directors go, thank you. Okay, I know where you're at now. Now we don't have to do this whole bullshit game. Yes. And we can now just go, yeah. great. Okay, here's how I think you should. How about this? What What can we tap into? And it gives you the opportunity to be like, 
because I said to her, we got into a conversation, this is kind of more as we got into the uh, shooting of it on set, but it was mm-hmm. like, well, what is crying? Like when when if when do you ever like shed that perfect tear? Mm. Like what what's is it angry? Is it is it coming from anger? Is it coming from this? Where do you where do we think she's coming from? Yeah. And we and we we hit on coming the fact that it was from betrayal. That's why she was crying. It's about anger. It's not about just she cries. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. effing care if you cry. Like I, I, yeah. I see tears. What I want you to do is understand us to figure out and understand why this scene exists in the story and why she's got to this point and then let it rip let it go Mm -hmm. you know yeah just feel it yeah be there in the moment it's a truly wonderful performance really it's like but you know it it took a lot of you know it was it was interesting because i've been uh, (laughs) that day i had to pretend you know i had to um set the tone to kind of because we you know we've been very in, you know, very close, um, yep. you know, had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and we'd been shooting some funny, big kind of scenes and, you know, and all the stuff like this. And so that's the day that I had to kind of get mega serious and kind of be tough with permission. You know, I had mm-hmm. to explain to my first, I had to explain to her mom, I had to explain, like, I had to set the stage for her, like, you know, so her mom would be like, oh, I think Phil's, I think Phil's like in a really bad mood today. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I think something's happened. And then because she cares yep. about me, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, what? Wonder what, wonder what's wrong. And then she'd see me, and instead of me being "Hey, there," I always said uh-huh. "Moment, hey, like, hey," you know. Um, I was a bit like, "Yeah, I, I'll speak to, I'll speak to you in a bit." I, and it was so hard. Oh because, my god! Uh, yeah, you're acting. because you're acting, and mm. you're acting for her, and you don't want to do that. No, no. I, and no. it was I, I, you know, when we eventually got to it, like obviously with of her mom and, and i was like how are we gonna how do you think we're gonna get access that place for you to be and it was yeah and i don't, don't want to you know i don't want to um kind of betray the confidence in how we did it because it's a personal thing but like and, and with any actor young or old like you access certain things you talk about certain things or you use certain things to help actors get to the places they need to be but obviously with a child it's harder because you have to kind of push them to this brink and then be responsible enough to a the story like yes i may have because the hardest thing was not only being hard on her and getting this thing like knowing take one that she nailed it but knowing she had to reaccess it for a different setup for the story Mm -hmm. i need to get a thing so i I couldn't let it go Right, yeah, I, I couldn't <gasps> be like. So you couldn't then jump out of what you were doing. I couldn't be like, "You're amazing." I was like, "Okay, <sighs> well, I think we got enough." Like, and it was so hard. Oh to like, God! <laughs> to, I, know, I feel, I, know, I feel for oh. you because you're like going, "Oh my God, she nailed that," but I can't tell her. I, I was, I was there, and then you know, and then obviously, you know, we, um, you know, I came out and I, I just smiled and was teary and gave her a massive hug, and then you oh know, God. seventeen COVID supervisors are like, "No, what are you doing?" <laughs> And, and you're like, like fuck off. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. This is our moment. And then, oh, you know, and then then she and then, you know, it's the kind of the curtain is uh Pulled opened back. and she's like, yeah. I did it because and she goes, yes. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my. Yeah, and she kind of she knew I knew, but yeah. like she also was un I feel like if she wasn't a little bit unsettled in terms of how our relationship was, mm. I don't think it would let her get to the Go place there. you need to be yeah um, that's good she'll never trust you again but that doesn't matter you got no, your no. performance no i'm joking <laughs> but then we could talk about it then we could access it. and she was so proud yeah. of herself she was so proud of 
and and we did all sorts of stuff. Like we must have signed, and it was very close set, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and so all this. Is- I love that. Uh, well done, man. That sounds so amazing. The crew were outside, and we were doing all sorts of like exercises and stuff, you know, to to kind of get her into that zone. Thinking people thought I must have been, <laughs> I don't know, must have been lunatics. Yeah. What's Phil doing today? This is the day she needs this is it. it. But then you were doing your thing, and then afterwards, yeah, who cares? You do your thing. You need to get by. I remember on the dare with Mitch, and he's, I think he was eleven at the time. It might be ten or eleven, and he had to cry, you know, and he had to do this moment where he's fully breaking down and i said look how he said no i can cry on cue and i went really you went yeah yeah i just i tap into uh, my granddad and i you know his his passing and i can cry on cue i said are you sure you know because i'm gonna turn over on this and just see what happens let's see you know and we talked about it through and we got him in the zone and then this moment when i'm just turning on it and, I, and you know I, I didn't tell him i was turning i did the mm-hmm. whole thing where i was like i'm yes. not gonna tell him i'm turning yeah, yeah. and then turned over and just said to him, hey, look, li- listen, you get into your zone now. Don't worry about it. You find your thing. And obviously everyone's quite quiet anyway. I said, quiet for him, quiet because he's having his moment. And as he was having this moment, and I just saw this fantastically just built up to this. And as, as the tear rolled down his face into this perfect moment, he turned to me and he went, I'm ready to turn over now. <laughs> no, we had this amazing moment. And he just kind of ruined it himself by saying, oh, I'm ready. Yeah. He didn't know we were turning. Yeah. And it was just that fantastic. Well, I kept it in and I just cut just before because it was so good. Yeah. The build up to him, the pain, the fear that he was going I think through. I remember it's the exact shit you're talking about. Yeah, you do, yeah, yeah. the one was chained yeah. up in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, really yeah. cool. I think. There you go. There's your master class of, of kids, uh, of animal kids. acting. Yeah. There you go. Done. <laughs> but let's. <laughs> Come back to this, me and you. Tease our listeners and me with what you you might tell us about that is going to be super exciting. Yeah, I'll talk about um, bl- yeah, blocking wallers, like big group scenes and 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 the way to kind of keep mm-hmm. interiors interesting. Uh, we'll talk about working with you nice. know Hollywood legends when they look you in the eye and ask you those the, <gasps> the question you never want to hear, uh, <laughs> and then having no! having the split oh second <laughs> of like if I mess this up, uh, this is uh, this is going to be a win or a fail. Yeah, uh, and um, yes, you know, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm I'm have to be quite open and and. and Sort of honest about the process Great. of making, you know, my first studio movie, basically. So um, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll Woo-hoo! be fun. Excellent, excellent. Right, basically, this is a, a little tester now. It's been proven for our Patreon episodes. The link to that is in the show notes. But do come and join us there. It helps the podcast. It helps us grow, and it means you get more insights like this that we don't often do on the pod when it's us hosts yeah. talking about how we <laughs> make our movies, which is even more insightful and interesting. Just because we can let loose, we can be a bit more honest. Click the link. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday as always. Uh, thank you, Phil. No, no worries, no worries. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, everyone. See you Tuesday. Make your movies. Go do it. Go work with reindeer. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not. Bye. Bye for now. Bye.